Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the early line. This is our number two on Sports Grid. I'm Kevin Walsh, alongside Donnie Wright's side, and we are back, and so is the GOAT. Tom Brady unretires very, very quickly. <laughs> and <clears throat> honestly, I can appreciate it, DRS. One, because we were able to get involved on some tangy options there, but also, I think it's better with Tom back in the mix what was your reaction to tom brady announcing that he would be back for his 23rd season this one here at the tampa bay buccaneers well i mean i always knew he was coming back so i like to say that off the bat even though if i didn't know he was coming back because i like to take people at their word you know what i mean and quite frankly people shouldn't take me so much at my word because you don't know if i'm using sarcasm or not half the time so when tom brady comes out and goes you know what ready to hang it up it's time right here it seemed like it was jumbled from the beginning, Kevin. Like, the story broke. But I want to let you know, don't listen to the beat writers who have said all weekend long I retired, as we remember just a few weeks ago. I want to go out on my own terms. I'm going to send out this cryptic message. You know what? I'm not going to call it retirement, Kevin. I'm just going to call it out of stepping away to handle some other things. And I said, like, no, wait, what's going on here? And then you were starting to read even like, did he not like the Buccaneers franchise? Did he not like who he was working with? Bruce Arians, a lot of friction. And how about the report that came out that goes, Tom Brady quit football because Bruce Arians would take everything that they worked on, you know, for Byron Leftwich and Tom Brady, they'd get in at 4 a.m. And by 10 a.m., Bruce would just wake up all groggy and come in and say, this game plan stinks and walk out of the room. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to retire. And all of a sudden, he's back now, and everybody's happy again. There were so many misreads and so many misdirections and misinformation, Kevin, that it's hard to believe, but it's good for the game. I'm a football fan. Tom Brady coming back, intrigue level goes up now in Tampa Bay. The NFC East just got a boost where it looked like the AFC was going to run away from everything mm -hmm. here. I love the fact he's back, but I can't say honestly that I saw him retire and unretire in a few weeks stretch here. He didn't even wait till training camp. Which I appreciate, and it shows again that he – it's part of the reason why, Don, he didn't want to use the retirement clearly – and it shows that he really is just trying to be dedicated to the game, right? I, I think that's my reaction. I don't think that Tom Brady was really all that interested, you know, in trying, ah, it looks a little embarrassing. Nah, whatever, man. I want to be back. I'm back. It makes more sense there. <laughs> Our best chance to compete is to announce that I'm back. Now, I do think we need to keep an eye on what Tom Brady does contract-wise 
Because I think there is a real possibility that Tom Brady would have been up for moving towards San Francisco, perhaps. But realize that Tampa was not going to allow that to happen. All right, fine. I'll play one more year. Because here's the thing, right? So, Donnie, this is season number 23. Before we unpack where all the odds went, if I set Tom Brady seasons played at 23 and a half, I mean, I'm taking over. Like, I don't think he's going to come back for one more year. Brady just feels <laughs> back. And now nobody's going to even believe he's retired until we play an entire NFL season without Tom Brady. And I think there's a chance that he plays this year in, in Tampa Bay. And we'll see how it goes. Second best odds to win a Super Bowl. We'll talk again about just all of the level of movement that we have there, Donnie. But I'm not really lining this up and thinking that Tom's back for one more ride. No, Tom's just back. No, Tom is back. And it would have been really interesting if you would have had a collision course there where Tom wanted to come back but didn't want to play for Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay's like, no, we'd rather you just retire. Remember when Peyton Manning and the Indianapolis Colts come back to that neck injury? They moved on from him but cut him to give him the place he wanted to go as opposed to hold him hostage to get more draft picks? That's an interesting one, Kevin, to see what actually would have happened. Radio audience is with us here on a Monday morning. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wright side. Thanks to all those tuning in to the early line. Talking about Tom Brady unretiring. The Tampa Bay Bucks before this news were 22-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Now, plus 750. The Tampa Bay Bucks to win the NFC were 10-1. to 1. Now, plus 350. And to win the NFC South, they were plus 135. They moved to minus 220. Fast fingers, I am involved on Tampa at 10 to 1 to win mm. the NFC and at 22 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I was even able to get the the division bet in at plus 135. Ultimately, I made a decision to cash out, take 40 bucks, cover mm. the Super Bowl and conference bets, and then some, and let this all play out here, Donnie. But I think you look at the way that these that their odds have moved. And I totally agree with it. Because here's right now the reality of the Green Bay Packers. And I said this a week ago, and I'm going to keep describing both of these teams this way until somebody proves me that I'm wrong. Green Bay Packers are the Utah Jazz, man. Numbers look real good. Numbers look real good. And I get it that people are going to buy in, but it just keeps not working here. And I can't put the Green Bay Packers over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who have won a Super Bowl with Tom Brady, because Green Bay's big edge, Donnie, was easiest path in the division. Yes. Tampa Bay is the same price now. They deserve to be right where Green Bay is, if not in front of them. Yep, you would have let that NFC West just beat on each other, and Green Bay would have finished with one of those 13-4 and four records, easily number one overall in the NFC. Now you're going to have some competition, and keep in mind, you still getting a home field advantage means a lot, but now you got to just say you have it now, and Tom Brady comes to town. Oh, Tom can't beat them in Green Bay. Yeah, seen it, done it in just the past few years, and probably will do it again. I have to say, Donnie, you saying 13-4 and four and not 13-3 and three is one of the most impressive things I think ever done on this show, yeah. and you deserve yeah. a world of credit there. That was fantastic. More money. I'm impressed. More, more money. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Today we'll begin NFL free agency, and there is a lot to anticipate, but the big thing right now waiting to drop in the NFL is the Deshaun Watson trade. I know that the Deshaun Watson situation is one that's a little uncomfortable for people to discuss. I know that there were some people who have positioned the fact that he had no criminal charges officially put against him as, ah, see, truth, free, clear, did nothing wrong. I don't think we need to go that far with any of this. But the reality is, Donnie, Deshaun Watson will be traded sooner than later, certainly before the NFL draft. And when that happens, the odds will shift in whichever team lands him's favor. The two teams right now most linked to Watson are the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints, which really can only benefit the Houston Texans to have two divisional teams competing against one another. We've heard that the Texans are continuing to stand pat in their asking price. Three first-round picks and then some. As we sit here on a Monday morning, what's your outlook for Deshaun Watson? I think it's sooner than later he gets moved, Kevin. And I wouldn't be surprised if he actually gets moved this week. Because if you're the Houston Texans, Mm -hmm. don't you finally see that silver lining here? We finally got some movement here, which, again, doesn't have any criminal charges. We about the libel complaints that he has up against him with, I believe, 22 people that are suing him for damages. But if we take that out of the equation, so he's not going to have any charges against him. If you are the Texans franchise, this is when you want to move him before you start to get to those, I don't know, even if they have depositions on the civil civil cases and those, you know, bad rumors come out per se or hey took an excerpt from this one doesn't look good this is when you want him to move and also striking by the iron top because the same way that the Texans want to move on other NFL teams Kevin if they are in the market for a quarterback now's the time to go get to Sean Watson or then you head into the draft or even look towards next year so when you have that iron it's hot it's time to strike and I do believe Kevin I won't be surprised that once again March Madness is supposed to be our headlines one of our show topics this week right off the bat in seven and seven probably going to be the Sean Watson on the move to who knows maybe the Carolina Panthers maybe somebody else at this point but there's a robust market for him and he's going to move it's absolutely the case the Carolina Panthers right now are plus 550 to win a Super Bowl the New Orleans Saints are 39 to 1 those numbers will Mm -hmm. move 
they'll move by a lot, to be honest with you. Because the Saints quarterback right now is going to be Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston when he would be coming back. Deshaun Watson's a clear upgrade there. The Carolina Panthers don't even have a quarterback unless they're going to bring back Cam Newton. That would lead to a significant shift. Whomever is going to land Watson, if it were to be one of those two teams, would easily be the second choice in the South. It's part of the reason I gladly pressed cash out on that Bucks divisional bet there because, I mean, look, at the end of the day, it was three hours to make the money instead of waiting, you know, almost a year. But Watson is going to come in here and potentially disrupt things in the NFC South. But those are not the only teams involved. The Cleveland Browns linked. We'll talk about Amari Cooper in just a moment. But over the weekend, Donnie, everybody's fate. I mean, I can't make this any easier for athletes. Do not put the team you play for in any social media bios and your life will be easier. Jalen Hurts reportedly removed the Philadelphia Eagles from his bio. Oh. His agent came out and said that it was never in the bio. We know that Howie Roseman's out there calling teams left, right, and center when it comes to quarterback upgrades here, Donnie. It's quite possible that Deshaun Watson could be linked. Well, he is linked to the Philadelphia Eagles. Not sure if it happens, but again, I'm pretty confident that the Eagles have enough draft capital to jump in front of a Carolina or New Orleans Saints. Yeah, didn't you say like the key terminology here, Kevin, was like, hey, we're shopping for, I don't know, three first-round draft picks, which mostly means you're going to get one in 2022, one in 2023, one in 2024. That slow rebuild when one team actually is going, you know what? You want to get that restart built right away in this draft? How about I give you three this year, and you can have those and rebuild your plan? If you're a new head football coach, if you're a GM, that's exactly what you want to see. Like, oh, I don't have to wait three years where by the time – I use, Kevin, that third first-round draft pick. I'm already fired from my job. So that's an intriguing option here. And the Philadelphia Eagles are always going to be in the market for a quarterback. Why? Because they don't put out any fires, Kevin. They don't come out and say, yeah. are you nuts? Did you watch Jalen Hurts? He's a young quarterback. He led us to the playoffs. Heck, trade him. I'm ready to break the bank and make him one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league. That's how much we believe in him. Now, obviously, the Eagles aren't doing that. But the fact of the matter is, they never come out and say, last year, Carson Wentz got traded. The Philadelphia Eagles refused to say Jalen Hurts is going to be their starter when he's looking mm -hmm. around going, I'm the only quarterback even in here, and you're not even naming me the starter at this point. Mm -hmm. So the fact that is, I don't know if they don't believe in him, or maybe they're just playing that poker face going, we'll sniff around. Oh, I know you want to get rid of Jalen Hurts. No, we don't. We love him. I'm just saying, what's the price tag here if I might be interested? So it's smart to play that poker game, but I don't know if he ends up with the Philadelphia Eagles. It seems like Deshaun Watson, usually you're linked to teams like, boy, I really would like to go there. I'm not going to get that vibe from Deshaun Watson. Like, boy, he really needs to be in Philadelphia. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how much Houston works with him. He obviously does have a no-trade clause, but the one thing I've been consistent on, Donnie, there's nothing more important than him getting out of Houston for Watson. That's yes. priority one. Now, he's not going to, you know, try and go to an, a, a bottom feeder, but I don't think Philadelphia Eagles would fit that description. It, you know, it clearly, but, but also, by the way, I mean, look, let's not pretend here that the Carolina Panthers are in a better situation than the Philadelphia Eagles. That's outright ridiculous. I mean, that makes absolutely zero sense. I'm not even sure the New Orleans <laughs> Saints are in a better position than the Philadelphia Eagles here. So, again, let, let's, let's not be ridiculous in this conversation. If, in fact, 
he's willing to go to New Orleans or Carolina and not Philadelphia, then I'm going to need some good reporting to be done about what NFL players are seeing in Philadelphia that they're not liking. Because that would make Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson fit that description, and I'm not sure I really see it. Today, we have NFL free agency. I will let people know this on Moneyline. Donnie and I, 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern on Sports Grid Radio, mm. we will basically have a combination of some NBA preview, bracket talk, and then I anticipate NFL free agency yeah. will have already been going wild for a full hour. It might just be a full NFL free agency breakdown reaction of movers and shakers. One thing that did move over the weekend, Donnie, was Amari Cooper over to the Cleveland Browns. I thought it showed that the Cleveland Browns still certainly want to be competitive this year. It feels like they're putting Baker Mayfield in a better position. Jarvis Landry is definitely on his way out. Some people think that this is makes it more likely they bring on, bring in uh, Deshaun Watson. I don't know what world you need to bring in Amari Cooper to bring in Deshaun Watson, but okay. What's your reaction to Amari Cooper making his way to Cleveland? Yeah, it's kind of interesting, right? So you get Amari Cooper, a high pay, high priced, you know, not a free agent, obviously, on the move, but that's a nice fit. And you say, hey, man, that would look really good with Jarvis Landry. And then the next words, I was like, hey, by the way, we gave Jarvis Landry permission to seek a trade. Like, wait a second. Like, what are we doing here? Like, you get rid of Odell Beckham Jr., you get rid of Jarvis Landry, and bring in Amari Cooper. Boy, it would have been nice, Kevin, if you had all three of those guys on the roster and say, hey, Baker, you think you can win with these guys outside? Now, there is a salary cap in the NFL, so you can't just pay everybody $20 million, unlike the Los Angeles Rams apparently Mm -hmm. can. But if I'm looking from a Cleveland perspective here, you said something interesting here. Like, we're going to bring in Amari Cooper to try to, you know, maybe entice Deshaun Watson, which is interesting on itself. But then again, if if that's really what's going to happen, why isn't Jarvis Landry's age going? Now, hold on here. You're bringing in Deshaun Watson? We think we need to stay or stick around one more year because I really think I could do some damage in this offense. Hook me up with a one-year contract. I'll hit free agency next year. Hey, I might want to stick around Cleveland here. It's fascinating to see how many teams are going to be on Deshaun Watson. And my goodness, if Deshaun Watson goes to Cleveland, I was all Cleveland up last year. I may be way Cleveland up again this year, Kevin. Yeah, the, the interesting thing, of course, if Watson did move to Cleveland, what would that do for their odds right now in the AFC North? They sit at plus 350. They're going to move, mm-hmm. but again, in front of them is the Baltimore Ravens, who the number one spot, very, very often booked as one of the best teams in the NFL, understandably so, and then the reigning AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals, sitting in at 2-1. to That will be fascinating to follow. The last thing I'll say on this Amari Cooper thing is the Dallas Cowboys are going to get worse this offseason. That's becoming abundantly clear. Be very, very happy that you kept Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn because your roster is going to look worse. Better hope Dak Prescott's a top-five quarterback like you all pretend he is, which he's not, by the way. We'll watch that all play out, though. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Let's talk the East region next right here on the Early Line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back here on the early line. Back to talking some basketball. Before we get to the NBA, we have one more region that we have not been able to break down, give you that little primer on. And that's the East region, which to me looks like the most difficult region. Baylor is as good as any team in the country. Kentucky is as good as any team in the country. UCLA is very, very good. Purdue is very, very good. As a top four, Donnie, that is, I believe, the toughest region in this entire thing here. It makes it very difficult to tell. You know, you and I have kind of said we're going to, set it up futures will maybe pick from tiers i don't know if i'm going to want to be involved in the east region because it feels like it's going to be such a chore to figure who's going to get out of this region on its own no it really does how about baylor you know the top number one the number one overall seat here in the east like okay they're going to be smooth sailing here oh no unc when they're playing at the top of their game a tough out with baycott and the boys right off the bat with manic dropping three-point shots then you slide it down a little bit further you know, St. Mary's is in here. We seek to look at St. Mary's, one of the few teams in the country that can go toe-to-toe with a Gonzaga and beat them head-to-head and play competitive games against them. UCLA's in this bracket. Texas, Virginia Tech. Which, watch out for Virginia Tech. One of those teams. You know me, Kevin. You want to shoot a lot of threes, and you have a chance to make a lot of threes. Virginia Tech is one of those ball clubs. Murray State and San Francisco in this bracket. And Kentucky on the bottom. Now, look at that. Kentucky plays the single best team in the MAC coming out St. Peter's here, Kevin. How about that? That was annoying. I wish that didn't just happen. <laughs> I own is gonna. I'll tell you this right now. You think Donnie gets away without breaking down NIT team, uh, NIT games? He's got nothing to come to him. I own a Florida Wednesday. Get after him. Oh man, man. it's gonna be a big. Who time Florida? Show. It's gonna be a. Yeah, oh my yeah, goodness. yeah. <laughs> Gail's coming after him, man. All all of, all of a sudden now, uh, I'm a big NIT guy, and I and I have to back that tournament's existence. I look mm-hmm. at this. I look at this group, right? And I, got to, I think it might be fair to section it off into a top four. And maybe the best way then would to be look at a potential matchup in the next round. Baylor runs up against the UNC or a Marquette. Man. We've seen UNC take down a Duke. Marquette beat Villanova twice. Twice. Which is obviously very, very yep. interesting there. You look at UCLA. They would have to play St. Mary's, a win over Gonzaga, Wyoming or Indiana. I mean, Indiana's from the Big Ten. Obviously, they would run that team just completely out of the gym. Purdue having to play a Vatek or a Texas if they get past Yale kind of lines up nicely. Uh, Texas and Donna County already put it there. Texas has been uninspiring all season long. I don't really feel like people have been hard enough. I know it was Chris Beard's first year, but for Texas Tech to just be easily, comfortably, undeniably better this season than yeah. Texas is not a good look. And then you look at Kentucky, Donnie, and they're going to be favorites, comfortable ones. 
But Murray State and San Francisco are two of the better mid-majors in all of college yep. basketball yep. here. I look at the way this sets up, and I don't know if any of them have particularly easy sledding, but I think I might like Purdue's draw the most of a potential second-round matchup. It's, it is pretty good. And also, let's take a look at the totality here, Kevin, of the East. You now we talk about, like, it's for me. And if you want to win brackets, you have to be chalky here. And, yeah, hey, every once in a while somebody has a seven seed win it all. I understand that. But if you're looking for a bracket where you want to do damage and just start filling out wild timelines here and advancing teams, doesn't it feel like, Kevin, this is the bracket to do it? Because I'm, I'm just, you know, clicking buttons right here. And I got to tell you. Teams like Virginia Tech, if they can get hot, can do some damage. St. Mary's can do some damage in this bracket. And how about Murray State lining up against Kentucky, possibly, in round two? And even if they don't, it's San Francisco lining up against Kentucky. I love this bracket for the chaos that it's going to create. Mm. And we talk about chaos here, getting to the Final Four. You might get some long-shot teams entering into the equation, Kevin. So it's easy that we can go through the other three brackets and say, yeah, you know what sounds good here? I love this bracket for the absolute chaos that it looks like it's going to give us. You know, it's so interesting because I think you're right in the sense that there are going to be some stunning upsets here. Yet I would be equally stunned if the Elite Eight game wasn't some combination of Baylor, UCLA, Kentucky, and Purdue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think at the end of the day, the cream still rises to the crop here when we take a look at the East. What's very interesting as well is the fact that Kentucky has better odds to win the national championship than Baylor. It just stands out to me. In fact, Kentucky, despite being on the two line, is the third best odds yeah. to win a national championship there. So you you kind of see the respect that they've been given. They have the same price to go to the final four, which be, you know, to win this region. They're both booked at plus 240. Purdue checks in at plus 550. That UCLA number at plus 650 is going to continue to catch my eye. Auburn is one that I've kind of circled up there at the plus 260 range. UCLA is catching my eye at plus 650. UCLA, I thought, played some very good basketball down the stretch. I thought we saw, Donnie, how much respect they got back from odds makers by being only a one-and-a-half-point dog in Arizona in that game. UCLA caught points caught points at home versus Arizona this season. Neutral site. We saw the way that shifted a little bit there. And I think for UCLA, they absolutely, absolutely have what it takes to beat a Baylor Bears. Eighth right now in Ken Palm. Top 15 in both offense and defense. I look at that big four. The value, Donnie, to me is on the UCLA Bruins making a run. Yeah, and there you go. What are we talking about? UCLA, you know, making a run here. Pac-12 team. Same thing with Arizona. One of those teams that gets lost in right. the shuffle. And I will continue to bring this topic up. We didn't want UCLA in the tournament last year. Oh, yeah? How did that feel as they made their run all the way to close to getting to a national championship victory? I love the fact that you can go through and also, like, teams to me that I get excited about, like Virginia Tech, because I love the three-point shot. The same way that we talk about Auburn and Alabama, that's why they're so intriguing, because there is a legitimate chance that in the first half, they can go 9 of 14 from three-point range, you know, end up shooting 43-point shots in a game and making half of those. And if they do that, you're not going to be able to take them down. But also, when you take a look at these games, Games. Like Virginia Tech would have to beat Texas, tough game. Then probably advance and beat Purdue, tough game. Then advance and probably take on either Murray State or Kentucky in the next game, only before playing 
Baylor possibly to actually get to the final four. There's so many fun outcomes that you can have here. But the one thing I do think is legitimate also, Kevin, in that top four, I still think when you look at talent in the NCAA mm -hmm. tournament, right, and pedigree coming in. Now, do you want teams that have won national championships before with coaches that have won national championships? Sure you do. But when you look at Purdue, when everything is right for them, whether it's down low game, you know, Stefanovic dropping three-point shots, that is a very interesting team on that three line here that can do some damage. But I guess you're right, though. Kentucky on the two line also trying to make a or have better odds than Baylor at making to the Final Four. That just goes to show you the strength of this overall bracket here. Yeah, it really does. I th I was going to say I could see a world where if they gave you the four regions and priced out odds to win the national championship, the East would be the favorite. It probably would still just be the West based on having Gonzaga in the bracket, considering yeah. where Gonzaga sits amongst the rest of the field. But I do think you're going to – I do think you can see – the East not be all that far behind. I'm very interested to see if we do get those tournament win totals, uh, or rather, excuse me, conference win totals. I really want to see uh, some some of those prices and what they do with the Big Ten and, and how we can uh, smile on and fade those teams. I want to see what they price the WCC at. How many yeah. wins do you need to pick up from Gonzaga versus what additional things you could add from St. Mary's and San Francisco. I'm even curious, Don, if we get something along the lines of odds for the number one seed to win a national championship, the two line to win a championship, a three line to win a championship there. I think there's going to be a lot of creative ways that, of course, we're going to be able to bet, to bet on this set bracket. Absolutely. And also, talking about the FanDuel Sportsbook here, I got my eyes on you this week, FanDuel. Give me some of these unbelievably catchy and fun oh. odds boosts that you can provide because how about that? A West Coast Conference total of victories here boosted up from a 150 to a 250. I need to see what we have, Kevin, because keep in mind, again, we're starting this up tomorrow, but it'll be fun to follow along in the FanDuel Sportsbook to see what they have to offer odds boost-wise. But I got a feeling it might be a little tangy out there for us, mm -hmm. and I like it. I think it will be. I'm very, very excited to – it's going to be good. It's going to be a lot of good stuff there, and, of course, we're going to be breaking it down. The other thing I will mention quickly, again, is the March Madness tab right now in the FanDuel Sportsbook here. You have odds to make the Sweet 16 for most teams. Not every team yet. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have to wait for some of those play-in situations to happen. They have to kind of set their prices based on that. We also have odds for the most outstanding player. And one thing that I could see people being a little bit interested in doing is grabbing a piece of Drew Timmy or Chet Holmgren or even both and using that to position themselves on Gonzaga as opposed to trying yeah. to bet their plus 300 number. Both of those guys are plus 950. Oscar Shibway being 16 to 1 is very interesting to me considering he's going to win a national player of the year. Now, that's factored in basically because they have the third best odds. So he's the fourth best because it's two Gonzaga guys and then an Arizona guy here. But this is a market, Don, that'll be very fun to follow as we go round by round and we start to tighten up this field. Yeah, and get ready for money line this week because this is exactly what we're going to be going over. There are so many fun bets to have, Kevin. I think we have to come up with it, and we haven't brainstormed yet. Like maybe each of us pick like three teams to make it to the Final Four championship odds. Get ready this week on the early line and the money line because we are going to bring the heat here and uh -huh. have some a lot of fun wagers with some big tickets on there to cheer in. That's what I'm looking forward to most here this week. Yeah, no, my head's already spinning. 
we got we'll get some good stuff for the people. It'd be well, I'll tell you this too. There's no doubt about it. Moneyline dogs are coming back here for Ooh. Thursday and Friday. That I can promise you. And if you were with us here during the NFL, maybe season producer workout, plays. Maybe. Yeah. May, maybe. They gave up the football. Outrageous, man. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sixers on the second leg of a back-to-back or a two-and-a-half point home favorite versus the Denver Nuggets. We don't have player props listed yet because we don't know who's going to play for the Philadelphia 76ers. Harden, that feels unlikely. He hasn't played a back-to-back yet in Philly, and he's been awful on back-to-backs all season Mm. long. And I think it might be better that way. Give me Embiid versus Jokic. Leave Harden out of this. And I think this, I know people might say, oh, one game, la-la-la-la-la. We're too deep into the season, Donnie. If we get no Harden, and this is Embiid versus Jokic, winner of the game is favored for MVP <laughs> when the game is over. That's what it feels like, doesn't it? Is this a one-off playoff game for just the MVP? Let me just check the odds yes. here to get the updated statistics here so we have it here. Let's see what we got here. So we got, all right. Joel Embiid, minus 130, still favorite. Nikola Jokic, mm-hmm. plus 140. Giannis at 850. Now, as I asked that, we'll, we'll get a little bit lower. But is that the way it would be? Like, honestly, if you see tonight the Philadelphia 76ers on a back-to-back, which Joel Embiid went into the 30s and carried the Sixers in the fourth quarter yesterday, if he comes with a performance that, I don't know, Kevin, below average for him, 26-11-3 and three, or whatever it would be, and Jokic comes to town with a triple-double and the Nuggets leave with a victory, is that enough in your mind to take that minus 130 off the board and at least make him a pick em both ways? Because there's still a lot of basketball to be played in the season. Still around 20 games or so. But is this one of those where people are circling saying they're going to go head-to-head in this one? And how many times have we talked about Joel Embiid knowing on social media what needs to happen and what needs to take place and what's going on here? Because he can't afford to lose 
the statistical battle tonight with Nikola Jokic, and I think he knows that. I'm te- I, I, I take the MVP betting. I mean, I take all this stuff seriously. I'm not trying to. There's no hot yeah. takes here. If Embiid goes out there and gives him 40 and 10, and they win this game mm. comfortably, Jokic is done. He's done. Yeah. Box score plus minus, which, by the way, like, listen, we need to figure out the whole. Nikola Jokic has the best defensive box score plus minus of, like, the last two decades. We got to figure out some numbers there, all right? That don't really make any sense. That, that stuff's all out the window. And Bede gives him the business, Donnie, like it's the all-star game all over again. And yeah, that's just going to be. Just cooking him. <laughs> Listen, man. People, people are going to tally these all-star game numbers up. Like, oh, like Donnie. Yeah. Do you think we're going to get anybody to give out Embiid's points prop and use the all-star game as a part of their cap? I'm just like, that would be the, the I'm real. I'm telling you, they, you cut, they cut up That'll the DVD. Tonight, they though. send it to every single voter, Kevin, at that point, right? All they do is like, mm-hmm. here's the highlights of this. Now, wait, this looks like just an all-star game with Embiid yeah, yeah, just going, yeah. watch me cook this guy. Oh, the tremendous, man. I'm te- we will get a boost. We have to get a boost tonight on Embiid and Jokic to combine for 60. Usually that's a little yes. – it feels a little out of reach. But for th- for these guys tonight, I'm good with that. I think that works here. I'll say I I do think Philly playing, though, without Harden on the second leg of a back-to-back is not a great spot. Let me ask you this, Donnie. The two-and-a-half number suggests that Harden yeah. is playing, is questionable. What do you read from that line? You know, it's interesting because the Philadelphia 76ers, as we saw against the Nets, get absolutely blasted. You know, sort of the coming back like, hey, they should be able to handle a lower-level Magic team. And they were down, what, four points in overtime before they stole that game. So uh, this is leading me to believe, Kevin, that the Sixers are favored with their full cast of characters tonight. Because I have to tell you, if Joel Embiid does not play, or excuse me, if, if James Harden doesn't play, we've seen that and doesn't really work out all that well for the Sixers, at least in the short term, yeah. right? Recency bias, as we like to say. But I got to tell you, if the Sixers are favored, we're anticipating James Harden in the game here. Yeah, I, I think maybe it lands pick if Harden is out, mm-hmm. right? But I think if Harden is in, it gets up there, four points, four and a half points. I think that could start to make a little bit more sense. Do factor in, of course, that back-to-back. I think we've also started to see some of these unders check in for Philly. Uh, The one game that they did play without Harden, that final score, 99-82, 5-2 to the under this season when they have played without rest. One other thing I'll mention within the, the prism of this game here is the odds to lead the NBA in scoring have really shifted drastically. Uh, Joel Embiid was a favorite, I believe, uh, or Giannis was actually, before we got underway for the second half. Giannis is plus 175. Joel Embiid is plus 220. Not the favorites. Plus 145 with LeBron James. LeBron on Friday, 50 ball versus Washington. (laughs) Thank you very much. LeBron last night, a lot of people are talking about that score. I didn't see it. LeBron, 10,000 assists. 31 points, year 19, scoring title, Donnie. Looks like it really can be on deck here for LeBron James. And rightfully so. I mean, going down the street, it just looks like the Lakers are LeBron and nobody else. But I love it, Kevin. I love the fact that it doesn't matter. As I said, and maybe half-heartedly joking, the Lakers don't have to win a single game over the next month before the playoffs start for them to actually make the playoffs. Hey, that's why. They're the number one overall seed. They can't fall that. No, no. 
The fact mm-hmm. of the matter is that people are tanking so bad, I don't think it matters. And you even see LeBron James a couple weeks ago, Kevin, when we were out in L.A. on Radio Road to do the Super Bowl. That team looked like, oh, man, I'm, I'm out of answers. Like, I don't think we can do anything. And they're so resigned to saying, like, scoreboard watching doesn't even matter because as long as we win two out of every ten, we're comfortably going to be in this playoff. So now if LeBron James is basically saying to himself, let me hone my skills here over the final couple weeks before we get Anthony Davis back and try to make a run. That's what it feels like here. So LeBron James, every single time, Kevin, he's priced at under 30 points and he's playing, it looks like an over for me. Let me say this right now. Uh, I'm sure plenty of people uh, remember this, you know, if you're a historian, whatever it might be. David Robinson versus Shaq for a scoring title. The Admiral knew what he needed to beat Shaq and put up yes, 71 correct. points versus the Los <laughs> Angeles Clippers. Please, please, please let LeBron play last of Embiid and Giannis on that final day. And please watch LeBron Westbrook. disregard Westbrook. that score play for let me tell you this right now russ is benched that game no sorry (laughs) sorry no time for that brother no time for your 15 no time for your 15 of you know five of 18 sorry lebron (laughs) i'm telling you this right now it will be he will hunt 50 sure 60 fine 70 yes he will hunt that scoring title down please Please let us have this race be that close down, even just the final week of basketball. And by the way, Donnie, right now, Embiid is 29.8, LeBron's 29.7, and Giannis is 29.7. That is what we need. That, that is just the perfect scenario. Because the one thing I and I and I mean this genuinely, we do not get star players often enough saying, today's my day. Let me see how many I can get. Yeah. There's 82 games. Kevin Durant just put up 53 versus the New York Knicks because nobody else was out there. It's exactly what you should do. Like, And I've always said that about Steph specifically, right? Donnie, when Steph has it cooking, it's as fun as anybody in the history of the NBA. Yes. The All-Star game. Yes. Steph should pick three nights a year to say, I'm going to take every shot. I'm going to shoot 33s tonight and just see what happens. You know, you're right about that. And also, if you're chasing down a record, per se, like, because with LeBron James, you're right. Coming down the stretch, he knows exactly what he's going to need each and every night. Now, there yep. might be nights, Kevin, where if he's going to give you 10 minutes or it's 15 minutes and only get eight points, Shut but that's going to help the man, Lakers, he, he'd be willing to tank that price here. But you're, I, I love where you go with that, though. I, he just got – this guy just got me to say shut up to him on air. That's how much you beat me over the head with this five to ten minutes nonsense here, man. Uh, look, hey, Coach, I got you, there. man. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. get out of town, man. They're laying 12 and a hook tonight to the Washington Wizards. Remember when Steph was going to be in the mix for this? Donnie, Steph Curry's points probably oh, 23 and a half. Steph Curry, Steph Curry had the most outrageous performance in the history of the NBA. That's not true, but there was a boost on in the FanDuel Sportsbook, a tangy one. For Giannis and Steph to each score 25. Giannis, 31. Yeah. Steph, 8. 8. <laughs> and the Warriors won the game 122 to 109. 38 yeah. for Clay and 30 for Jordan Poole. Yep. Steph Curry's points props down to 23 and a half. Donnie, you were laying juice for this guy to hit six threes at one point during this season. Man. What happened? 
I don't know what happened here because it looked like he was just going to walk into the record books, which he right. did. Remember that performance? We're like, hey, they even had great odds boost, by the way, in the FanDuel Sportsbook that night where, you know, Steph Curry to make two three-point mm -hmm. shots in the first quarter, just butter, made it easily. It was so much fun to watch. But you're right. We talked about how much fun it was or how much not fun it was at the time, saying, man, we love to take three-point, at least me, I love to take three-point prop parlays. I said, I can't even include the best player in the NBA making three-point shots because for him to get even value, he's got to make five of them a night. And it just feels like you penciled that in. Like, hey, Steph went five of 11. Yeah, that's what he does every night. That's an average night. But now you're looking mm -hmm. at sometimes it's dipping in the threes, three and a halfs with plus money range. I don't know. And sometimes you can just say it's a shooter slump, but I don't necessarily think that's the case. It's not like, you know, hey, I lost my legs a little bit, so I can't dunk as much as I used to, like Blake Griffin seemingly does. But at the same time, you're saying everybody can always shoot three-pointers. That's why you stick around, why you're a 41-year-old player. Why? Because you can stick the three-point shot. Something's a little bit off here because it looked like he was going to ride off in one of those historic seasons, tack on an MVP, and ride off into the the sunset with the Golden State Warriors with a top seed and maybe winning in that a uh, NBA championship. I don't know if that's going to be the case right now, but he's got to find it out before the playoffs. We need old Steph Curry back. We do. No Draymond. A lot of problems still for that. And again, you know what's great <sighs> is that we're doing this game where they like they had probably their best win in like months versus uh, the yes. Milwaukee Bucks, and I'm still. But the thing is, he actually didn't have a bad night like offensively. He just didn't yeah. shoot the ball, which is fine because at the end, like, again, like your two, two teammates are cooking like crazy. You don't have to go out there mm -hmm. and then say, well, let me see if I can shoot 40 times. He shot the ball seven times for Golden State. Yeah. I, I mean, that, it was just a, like that doesn't happen, Donnie. There were four guys that shot the basketball more <laughs> than Steph Curry in that game for the Golden State Warriors. It, it's just a very, very outlier uh, kind of performance there. The Lakers tonight on the second leg of the back-to-back -back play the Toronto Raptors. I have to say, and this is not to disrespect the Raptors in any way, but everybody mm -hmm. should be willing to agree, Donnie, that the Lakers have a better chance to win at home versus Toronto than at Phoenix. I am surprised they played LeBron, basically, at Phoenix. If he misses this game here tonight, First Toronto, that Raptors number, I think very well could even approach double digits. No, and you're also looking here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm showing an opening line for them, Kevin, minus one and a half towards the Raptors, which we now sit in that four and a half to five range and maybe on the move. That might be an indicator where LeBron James might not be playing. And as we said again, it doesn't even matter, Kevin, if the Lakers win. It's astounding where nobody can chase them down and nobody has a chance. Like, hey, they have like a two-game lead. It might as well be a 25-game lead before they get knocked out of this wild card or entering into these playing games. It'll be fun to watch, but I got to tell you, you always talk about this, Kevin. Look at that board, 233s, 233s. 232s, 238s, oh, yeah. 234s, 235s. You like prop bets, man. You get to just dive in tonight. Good stuff. And I'll tell you this, too. The, the FanDuel Sportsbook now is going heavy with uh, make the play-in markets and make the uh, playoff markets. The Lakers are plus, plus 235 to make the playoffs. That's crazy. I get it. That's crazy. Plus 235. If AD comes back, that number changes a whole bunch. Oh, and the Nets are plus 590 uh, to miss the playoffs. Well, that probably won't happen because they're going to find a way to get Eric Adams to change that whole mask mandate thing, I'm pretty sure. We'll be right back. We're going to be back. Listen up. Next. Peace. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Justin, and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, last segment of the day here for a Monday right here on the Sports Grid Network, the early line. Down your right side and Kevin Wall setting the table from 7 to 9 a.m. before we hand it over to Ben Stevens and the morning after selection. Sunday was in our lives. Tom Brady is back in our lives. Major League Baseball is here. It's a time for celebration. So, yeah, it's Monday. Wake up. Listen up. Oh, the times are good right now. The times are so good. March Madness is here. And by the way, Major League Baseball finally come to an agreement last week. It felt like we couldn't get anything else in our lives that was much better than a Major League Baseball season. That's only going to start one week late here for opening day, right around April the 7th. We're going to get pitchers and catchers and everybody heading down to spring training, which is fantastic. What could be better than that? And oh, yeah, Sunday, Selection Sunday. The brackets are out. Tomorrow, the dance starts as we follow it all the way through to the Final Four and the championship game here right on the grid. And over the weekend, out of nowhere, like a lightning bolt from the sky, Tom Brady says, hey, Aaron Rodgers, not so fast on the NFC supremacy. I am back, and the king is ready for another run at a ring. The band is all back together in Tampa Bay, and this is great. Hey, look. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Does this help my Philadelphia Eagles winning a national, excuse me, an NFC championship or even a Super Bowl championship? No, it doesn't. But we're football fans. This is good for football. Another run for Brady. That team's a ready-made championship team. Bruce Arians and the boys already back in the fold. Guys were retiring and maybe moving on. Now saying, wait a second. We got to get one last ride at this ring here. And quite frankly, there's a legitimate chance they can do it. Priced out at plus 750 right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The championship going to the Buccaneers, it could be. But at the same time, we get baseball in our lives. At the same time that we actually get 
everything we need from Tom Brady and the Buccaneers and March Madness on top of it. You're going to want to be here with the grid to follow along throughout the rest of this month. And oh yeah, the Masters on the horizon as well. Great stuff. Make sure you stay tuned to Ben Stevens in the morning after over the next three hours with your boy, Donnie Wrightside. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.